Hey everybody, and welcome back to The Niching Compass. I am Allegra Stein, and I simply love showing up here to share ideas about coaching that I hope help you see your work in a more creative and spacious and fun way, particularly if you are on the earlier side of your coaching adventure and are feeling a bit overwhelmed by what I call the coaching industrial complex. Today, I want to uh, talk about these insights I've had over the past 24 hours, really, in conversation with a client of mine, as well as with my own mastermind and my coach, around how to tell people what it is that we're doing before we even know what we're doing. (laughs) You know, where is that line between being wildly creative and experimental and testing things out and being really scrappy and messy and, and testing all the time and wanting to be consistent in our messaging and Uh, living up to the promise that we tell others that we're going to do and how do we explain our work before we've even started our work. Um, These ideas and more, I capture four uh, specific insights that I hope help you navigate this very interesting space of discovery. Here we go. So let me give a little context for this conversation. There is a coach that I am working with. She's a a client of mine. And she is in this place of experimentation. We call it research and development. She is just ready to start taking some action and running experiments and testing and seeing what happens when she starts putting her ideas out there and connecting with other people and, again, making real a lot of the things that she's had in her mind and is now ready to do something with. At the same time, she also has her eye towards creating clients. You know, I think like many of us, we also would like to get paid for our work and to be self-employed. And, you know, part of that looks like, you know, keeping people in the loop about what it is that we're doing. I like to imagine like an acting class in LA in a small theater and you're walking by and there's a clipboard on a table outside and the clipboard says, hey, if you want to hear about upcoming acting classes, put your name on this list. That's how I think about it. It's like you're, you're starting to talk about your work and there are people who are going to hear about it who might not want to sign up now but want to be kept in the loop and so they put the name on the clipboard. And so this coach I'm working with is asking me, well, So what do I tell these people that I'm doing, you know, because how do I describe what I'm doing so that they will put their name on the clipboard so that I can, right, fulfill that promise and tell them what it is that I'm up to. And you can see like the catch 22 here. It's I want to tell people what I'm doing so they will come back and have a sense of what's happening But I also want freedom to create and to play and to not know what it is that I'm doing and to to really trust, in fact, that I'm going to find out what I'm doing by not knowing for a little bit and just testing and experimenting. The metaphor that's surfacing for me is around that of a food truck. Again, imagine you want, you know you want to cook, but you're not sure what you want to cook, but you also want to open up a food truck and so what is, what do you do? You know, you can start telling people, hey, I'm going to be banking tacos and count on me for the greatest tacos in the world. But then what if two months later, you're like, actually, I don't want to make tacos anymore. I want to make chili. And so you switch everything up. 
And now all of a sudden, everyone that was coming to you every weekend for tacos is like, wait a minute, I thought you were selling chili. So what, what, how do we, this whole conversation has surfaced this question for me around how do we find that intersection between giving ourselves permission to be wildly creative, to pivot, to change, to test, to run very short cycles, to, um, to play, to, again, not have to stick to something for forever, for now. How do we balance that with some very real principles around marketing and business, like consistency and making promises that we're going to keep and having people trust us and to have a sense of what it is that they're signing up for, right? So I have been in conversation a lot actually yesterday and today with colleagues and my mastermind and my own coach about this. And I've come up with, you know, I've tried to synthesize some of those ideas into a form that I hope is helpful for you. And I jotted down four ways of approaching this that, again, I hope you find helpful particularly in these early years of your coaching practice when I so badly want you to play and to be scrappy and to, again, give yourself permission to try new things and then abandon them if they don't work out and then try the next thing, right? So here are the four ideas. I hope you hear something in them that helps you in some way. So the first is um, use honest language about where you're at right now. So what I mean by that is when you talk to people about your work, when you put out the clipboard, say things like, hey, I'm new to this. I'm new to this. Would you like to be kept in the loop? Share your name. Um, You can say things like, sign up for updates about new ideas that I put out into the world. You can kind of keep it a little bit general. You can use the phrase for now. I love the phrase for now. For now, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be selling tacos. Let me know if you'd like updates about what's coming next. Um, I love this one. You can say, want to be the first to hear about the new coaching experiences that I'm creating? Sign up for the list. There are people who love to be in that period of time where it's all about experimenting and trying things new, right? The person who wants to know for a fact that you're going to be selling tacos for the next three years is not necessarily the person that you want want right now. You want the people who are like, I don't, yeah, just whatever it is you're doing, keep me in the loop. So use that language in the way that you're describing your work and when you're inviting people to come along for the ride Um, yeah, you'll just feel better about it because it'll be real and it'll be true. The second idea I have um, is that having a really small list, having only a few names on your clipboard, a small audience is a gift. Enjoy it. You know, I'll work with coaches who are like, how do I build my list? I need to get more followers. Well, guess what? The more people that you have following you and paying attention, the harder it can feel to pivot. It's not impossible. But if you have a large audience, there's some tension there if you suddenly want to change things around because it suddenly feels like, oh my gosh, I'm going to let all these people down, right? They have these expectations of me. So not having a lot of people paying attention to what it is that you're up to is actually awesome 
Because then you really can feel that freedom to try something, maybe have one thing work out, another thing not work out, say yes to new ideas, be really fluid, pivot a lot. So look at these first few years of your work as being the most incredible time to change your mind and to run things in short cycles because there aren't as many people who you have to explain it to if you decide to change things up. The third idea is that there are people who are going to come back to your coaching and to your work, not because of what you're selling, but because of who you are. Okay, again, going back to this food truck metaphor, a chef can sell tacos one week and chili the next week and sushi the third week. And there are going there are going to be some people who are like, I don't know what's at that food truck. I'm not going back. But there are also going to be people who will come back no matter what the food is because they love the chef. So let people know who you are. Let your values shine through in your work. Tell your personal story. Your personal story is your leadership story. There are people who will, who will say yes to the things that you put out in the world just because they like you and because they want to be in your, in your atmosphere. They, they enjoy their relationship. They like what they learn from you. And so even if you change what it is that you're doing, know that by, by opening yourself up, by letting yourself be seen and by sharing your voice, you're going to start to build this like core group of just precious, precious humans who just want to see you succeed and who, again, want to be in your orbit. And um, that's just a beautiful, a beautiful gift. And finally, the fourth note that I put down is that, um, you know, there's this idea in marketing that, you know, we make promises to people right? There's this idea of like, well, if, if you sign up for my list, I promise that I will do this. Or um, I promise that this is the work and what I'm going to be talking about and selling for a while. Like, right? There's this idea of kind of consistency of doing what we say we're going to do. And again, how do we balance that with perhaps a phase of your work where you want to not <laughs> to be inconsistent, right? And to let things change and be inspired moment to moment. And what came up for me was like, well, then don't make promises just yet. Or building on that, promise that no matter what, you will be a part of it. That's the promise we can make perhaps from the beginning, that the thread that's going to tie it together is who you are. And that, I mean, that's what's going to happen over time. When I look back over my decade of coaching, I've created different programs. I've worked for different groups of people. I've had different messages. I've shown up in all these different ways. I've created different experiences, tried different niches, whatever we want to call it. But you know what the thread is that ties it all together? Is me. Just like the thread that's going to tie all of your work together is you. And I put that on the table um, to hopefully kind of help you break free from any narrative or idea that before you begin, you have to figure it all out. Well, guess what? If you want to figure it all out, you got to begin. And so let it be messy. Let it be scrappy. Let people in on this experimental place that you're in. Use language that just reflects that honestly. 
Trust that there are people who want to be there because of you and not what it is that you're selling. That's what I got. I hope you found this helpful. As always, I hope you have heard something in that that you found helpful. Please let me know if you head to AllegraStein.com forward slash contact, you can reach me directly. I would love to connect with you. And if you would like continued support around this, if these ideas resonate with you and you would like some direct coaching and mentorship and support and how to apply it to your own coaching practice, I hope you will check out Misfit to Maverick. It is the community I run. It is where I'm showing up every week for coaching and mentorship directly with the members. And it's really just a magical place to find other coaches who are exploring their practice from this space of getting into the work and experimenting and testing and playing. I hope you'll check it out. In the meantime, have a wonderful rest of your day and we will talk again soon.